Let's read this passage of scripture from 2 Kings chapter 3 verses 4 to 9 and 16 to 20. And Mesha, king of Moab, was a sheep master and rendered unto the king of Israel an hundred thousand lambs and a hundred thousand rams with a bull. But it came to pass when Ahab was dead that the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. And King Jehoram went out of Samaria at the same time and numbered all Israel. And he went and sent to Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, saying, The king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will thou go with me against Moab to battle? And he said, I will go up. I will as thou art my people, as thy people, and my horses as thy horses. And he said, Which way shall we go up? And he answered, The way through the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went, and the king of Judah, and the king of Edom, and they fetched a compass of seven days' journey, and there was no water for the host and for the cattle that followed them. And he said, Thus saith the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, Ye shall not see wind, neither shall ye see rain. Ye, yet that valley shall be filled with water, that ye may drink, both ye and your cattle and your beasts. And this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also in your hand. And ye shall smite every fenced city and every choice city and shall fell every good tree and stop all wells of water and mar every good piece of land with stones. And it came to pass in the morning when the meat offering was offered that behold, there came water by the way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. Amen. There came water by the way of Edom, and country was filled with water. Your encounter with the water. Amen. Tonight, God wants you to encounter with the water. God wants you to have a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. God wants to be filled to the overflowing. Your encounter with the water. Amen. In the passage of scripture, when you read it, there is a battle going on and the reason of the battle is to handle rebellion. The Bible says in 2 Kings 3, 4 and Mesha king of Moab was your sheep master and rendered unto the king of Israel and 100,000 lambs and wool and it came to pass when Ahab was dead the king of Moab rebelled, rebelled against the king of Israel. So it was a battle to handle rebellion. A battle to enforce submission of the enemy. And it was also a battle to regain the lost territory. Tonight, some of us are fighting battles. Whether you are a businessman, you are a pastor, hallelujah, you are a student, you are in the ministry, there are battles that we face every day. Battles that we get into. Even in businesses, sometimes when you recognize there is an enemy, there is a correction that needs to be done. Hallelujah. The correction of rebellion. Because you found that there's an enemy. Everyone faced battles and it is real. These are not something that is unreal. These are not stories. Battles in Christian life is real. The only good news is and only revelation that needs to have is there is no battle that can defeat you. There is victory over every battle. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Thanks be to God, 
Why does the Paul thanking the Lord? Because he said, you always will lead me in triumph and spread the knowledge of him through us for we are the aroma of Christ. Always, one of the worship says, always, everywhere, at all times. Leads me in triumph. A porum, a lie porum, every day. A lie to them. I like the Malayalam word. He will lead us in shouts of victory. Celebration of victory. Hmm. How many of you know tonight there are battles but there are celebrations of victories that is going to take place in our lives. If you believe it, put your hands together. Give a shout of praise tonight. Hallelujah. So there are satanic battles but the thing is that we have to discern it. Sometimes we don't even discern that there is a battle. Sometimes it's a battle with health. These days I'm experiencing in my spirit, sometimes I feel in my body that there are people that are fighting with the health issues tonight. There is a battle in the area of health. And tonight I pray, even as you are watching this, that the every issue over your health tonight be broken in the name of Jesus tonight. In the name of Jesus. Uh, other day I told you, hallelujah, that people have problem with the skin issues. Tonight anything connected with skin again, I'm telling you, that it be broken and hallelujah, once and for all from your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Leprosy was connected with skin and in Matthew chapter 8, I think, I'm not sure. It says one leprous came and said, Lord, if you're willing, make me clean. And God said, I'm more than willing to make you clean. Hallelujah. It is God's willingness. It's Jesus' willingness that we trust to make you clean tonight. You're battling your health. He's willing to make you clean and whole. Victory by the blood of Jesus. We have to enforce through God's word, through God's promise, knowing that He is willing to do for us. We have to enforce the victory. Hallelujah. Over our areas of health, of finances, wherever. Jesus 2,000 years ago, hallelujah, fought every battle and has delivered us the victory. Tonight, as a church, we have to enforce it. It's not about hearing a message. It's about enforcing victory. Every message, every service it's not about hearing a service and hallelujah you know judging whether i need it or i like it it's not about your liking it or your judging it is not about any of these things every ministry when the church is coming together it is about enforcing the victory of the cross of calvary when two or three are gathered jesus in the midst of us it's to cooperate with jesus to enforce the victory we have to change our mindset regarding even watching a service. Otherwise, we will become tutors and we will become, hallelujah, headstrong and proud. And we miss out on the reason behind, hallelujah, ministry and attending service. It's not about listening to a message and suddenly quickened up. That's not just the purpose of it. It's every time when you and I come, we remind the devil that he's a defeated foe, that we are a victorious church and Jesus is coming back and we are going to be taken up tonight. If you are one of those, lift your hands and give it praise and glory in the house of God. Hallelujah. So sometimes you will feel that there is a rebellion against the word of God that is trying to 
battle with you than to engage with you in the spirit that's why the bible says we are not fighting against flesh and blood but against the principalities authorities dominions hallelujah we are fighting it so that there'll be a satanic submission the god of peace will soon crush the devil which means satan will submit under your feet last week we heard minimum power minimum submission maximum power if you are always filled with the holy spirit maximum submission everything that they're trying to defeat you will be submitting to you we heard the other day enemy will submit to you hallelujah a battle is there for restoration human dignity for battle to fulfill god's purpose it's a battle there's a purpose of god over our life over our destiny how much of you believe that because there is something in the bible the lord said make your calling and your election sure something that you need to be a surety is that i'm called i'm elected by god i have to be sure about that there is a destiny god has for you and we are pressing towards it every battle is essentially to reconcile you back to god and to see the purposes of god reconciled back to you Every battle is to remove you from the purpose of God and every battle one will bring us back into the purpose of God. Oh, I like hallelujah shouting tonight. Tonight come back to the purpose of God church. Church of the living God, come back to the calling of God. Come back to the awareness of the calling of God. Come back to the gift of the Holy Spirit. Come back to the operation of the Holy Ghost. Come back to the fruit of the Spirit. Come out of the fruit of fruitfulness. Come back to serve the Lord. Have a servant heart once again. Come back into the house of God to be a servant of God. Come on. Moses the servant of God Joshua the servant of God Paul said I am a born servant of Christ Moses the servant was faithful in his house come back to the purposes of God The only purpose Paul and Barnabas a Barnabas fought over Marcus Mark was not faithful to the purpose of God Paul was somehow trying to bring Mark into the purpose of God And Barnabas' cousin was a little soft on it. It's okay, it's okay. Let him come, let him come. Paul said, no. And when he became useful, he said, now he's useful. Bring him John Mark. Because he's useful in the ministry. Hallelujah. Paul, hallelujah, always wants, hallelujah. Praise God, God's people to get back into the purpose of God. The most worrying thing when you face a battle, whether it can be your finances or health or career or your future is that you go into the what battle without water you lack water in battle you will lose it for sure if you lack water defeat is inevitable there are people who engage in ministerial battles without the water sometimes some of you have lands and properties and you are engaged in territorial battle and you will not even know it that you are already engaged not realized it and the most essential thing image the battle is water say water say water scripturally water represents two or three things at least three things number 1 Ephesians 5 and the 26th verse 
that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word when you need what you need amidst the battle is the washing of water by the word water signifies the word of god psalm 119 105 says thy word is the lamp unto my feet and the light unto my path lamp is for you to take a step for god to move forward every day you need the lamp to take a step hallelujah god does not want ronald bonky who said god does not want parked vehicles he is looking for somebody who is moving forward nobody is going to follow a parked vehicle we don't want to be a parked church be it be corona i promise you tonight we as a church is going to move thy word is the lamp to our feet and the light unto our path we are not going to stay silent we are not going for the way away to corona to go we as a church are going to move we are going to move into many souls we are going to move into other continents and nations through the gospel of jesus christ you're already doing it Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, I think you Ashley who's told me he said many people from black nations or people from countries the you know like Nigeria and South Africa those kind of people so many of them are visiting our website or or, or the online telecast to watch Hallelujah. Light is illumination, it's insight. If God's speaking to you amidst your battle, you know that you have insight. Hallelujah. You have insight. We don't want to get into any battle without having insight from God. The greatest problem is that in the last days there will be a famine of the word of God. There'll be a famine of the revelation of God's word. So many people are hearing God's word, writing down the notes, no change, no direction, no steps regarding that word because no revelation. People ask us to pray over things that is already taught in the church. Get pastor, can 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 I marry an unbeliever? It's already there. They don't have a revelation. You can't. Hallelujah. you need to have a revelation be famine a shortage of revelation people are not sure what they're supposed to do should i serve the lord should i wait for the corona to go or should i respond to god there are two kinds of people always Saul and David saw the same Goliath Saul said oh he is bigger than me David saw it said oh he is so tiny tony small <laughs> hallelujah looking at the god he is so so tiny hallelujah 
Amen. You can have two kind of hallelujah outlooks. Either you can look at your problems and feel so small, hallelujah, or you can hallelujah evaluate and measure your problem with the God that you serve. Come on, hallelujah. Rabadara balasandala juramanasia. In Corona moment, don't look at the Corona. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord and said, oh, don't look at the health situation and doctors report and said, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I can serve the Lord. I don't know whether I am strong enough. Don't say that. Look at the God that you serve. Tonight I pray that the dimension of the spirit be opened of the revelation of God's word in your life. That you'll never have a shortage, hallelujah, of God's revelation for your situation. What you need is a revelation for your situation. Sometimes you can call that insight or wisdom. Hallelujah. There are many people who go to a church empty and come back empty. Be in the Petro church in the city of Bangalore, having been fed with the word of God over all the Corona weekends without missing one should not come back and say, I am empty. Hallelujah. This is the reason why pastor, the man of God, the prophet of God, the spiritual father is taught us to be always fed with the word of God. That's what we are doing in the city that we are doing in your life. And during the week, why are we feeding the word of God? Not to have another cell group so that you'll keep rehearsing. Hallelujah. God told Joshua, rehearse the word of God. Told Moses, rehearse the word of God in the years of Joshua. Come on. That's why Joshua never lost a battle. Come on. Why are we rehearsing through the cell groups, the words that you have heard, that you will never lose a battle in your life? Come on, church. Understand it. Have, have the revelation of the church. Have the revelation of the castles. Hallelujah. Write it down as a memorial of what God has said. Everything has a meaning. Hallelujah. If you don't understand, you'll feel, listening to every word, you'll feel empty. When you feel a challenge, you feel empty. So make it a priority to meditate on the word. As a pastor, I give a priority to feed you with the church. Sometimes, <laughs> some people say, I'm overfeeding the church. <laughs> but why, am, why, why are you feeding? So that you will become strong. You will carry great exploits. Amen. That you will not feel empty anymore. Because Lamentations 4 and 4 is a scripture. The tongue of the sucking child cleaveth to the roof of his mouth for thirst. The young children ask bread and no man breaketh it unto them. They are asking for bread and no man break it unto them. They are thirsty. They are thirsty for the word. The tongue is on the roof of the mouth. But they don't. Hallelujah. See, that, that's what he's saying. The tongue of the sucking, suck, sucking child cleaveth to the roof of his mouth for thirst. The young child Ask for bread. No man is there to break it unto them. Hallelujah. In other words, it's saying the tongue is on the roof. They are thirsty, but nobody is asking for the word of God. And even if they ask, the parents can only give sausages because there is no word even with the parents. Nobody don't know what to do, what to tell them. 
The exams are cancelled. Children are upset about their future. And they are, they don't know what to do. And there is nobody to tell them from the word of God what to do. How to trust the word of God and to, and to get, and to have the word protecting them and covering them. To know that the Lord will back them up even in Corona moments. Hallelujah. That the word of God will anchor them into, into the life where God has promised them. Nobody's there. How many of you will pray tonight that you and your family will have an understanding according to God's word tonight. Let all pray tonight in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. The water. Illumination. People who are illuminated. Hallelujah. They don't walk in unholiness. Because the water cleanses them. Revelation cleanses you. Without holiness, nobody see God. Nobody will see the operations of God. Without holiness, people who are illuminated walk in holy life. In the, under the grace of God. Hallelujah. Coming in and going out, they are holy. God preserves them because God is the one who preserves them. Because the Bible says in John 13, the Lord told Peter, when Peter said, I don't want to be, you know, God, Jesus said, I want to wash your feet. And Peter said, Lord, I don't want to, uh, you to wash my feet. And Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, you will have no part in, my, in, me, in me. Or Jesus was saying that when you are in the world, there are things that will, can cause your daily walk to be affected or your legs to become dirty. And he said, if you want to be in the part of what I'm doing, you need to have the cleansing. You need your walk to be cleansed. If you have lost your direction, if you have uh, learned to walk in the ways of the world, it needs to be cleansed so that you will have part in my what I am called you to do. Illumination causes you to be a part in what Jesus has called you. Come on church tonight. Number two. Water represents the move of the Holy Spirit. Water represents the move of the Holy Spirit. Look at John chapter 7, verses 37 to 39. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scriptures has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Out of the believers heart, let him, anybody is thirsty, let him come to me. And out of the believers heart shall flow rivers of the living water. He's speaking about the Holy Spirit. The move of the Holy Spirit. River speaks about the move of the Holy Spirit. You learn about Smith Wigglesworth and Charles Finney who God used mightily Smith Wigglesworth raised up 19 people from the dead Charles Finney when he would go 
into meetings he will not have enough to preach people will be convicted by the holy spirit just by his very presence they carried such mantles and anointing in their lives or dl moody or john wesley when they step into a city the city will get convicted by the power of the holy spirit these people carried such an anointing and by bible says good news is this the latter day glory come on of the church shall be greater than the former day how many of you want to see these kind of moves and greater moves and you and i to be a part of it don't hallelujah make your life into ordinary when god has called you to an extraordinary cross was not about making how human hallelujah ordinary people into and and save them and keep them as ordinary cross was about making ordinary people into extraordinary children of the living god that was there is an addition to it crosses an addition it's ordinary hallelujah changed into extraordinary come on oh come on church tonight the resurrection of the lord was about ordinary people the same spirit raised jesus from the dead living inside of you you know will quicken you for what to tell you that you are not ordinary but extraordinary jesus rose he was extraordinary Uh, same spirit in you you are extraordinary lift your hands and say i am an extraordinary child of the living god oh yeah kavaraba i am an extraordinary husband i am an extraordinary wife i am an extraordinary parent i am an extraordinary pastor i am an extraordinary child i am an extraordinary parent come on i am an extraordinary businessman an extraordinary workman i am an extraordinary servant of god we will have extraordinary worships come on we will have extraordinary meetings the latter day glory shall be greater what represents the move of the holy spirit you have to ask the lord to anoint you you need water in the battles of life to have such an anointing the way presence of god must be real hallelujah the presence of god has to be real because if the presence of god is real in your life real in your home you will not have to ask your son to not to smoke he can't smoke he can't watch pornography he can't get into temptations because such is the presence of god may your house be filled with the awesomeness of your presence awesomeness of your glory oh wherever you go may this presence come along with you tonight oh may addictions be broken in your homes may testimonies be experienced in your homes may healing takes place tonight in the name of jesus i decree every curse be broken in that home victory by the blood of Jesus the water signifies the move of the Holy Spirit just not just not about convicting power definitely we need to be convicted today people are not even convicted with sin not they convicted of the righteousness of god not they convicted you know of their unbelief nothing your ministry is preaching singing songs family prayer k 
KSL, nothing is happening. Sometimes the people who are ministering are not convicted. But the Holy Spirit ministry is not just about conviction, it does convict. But it is also about the operation in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's about casting the demons. It's about speaking in new tongues. It's become speaking about the miracles of God. Come on. That kind of a move, I decree it over the church. I declare it over the church. As a church, let us move into the new giftings and new tongues. Hallelujah. May you speak in new tongues even tonight in the name of the Lord. May your tongue change. May your voice change. May authority change. Come on. Hallelujah. May you, if you are serving alone in your family, Family. May from this day onwards serve as a family. If you are serving as a family, may your children also, hallelujah, join in. Come on, church, tonight. Put your hands together and give a clap offering to Jesus tonight. Other day, pastor said, hallelujah, his all three daughters, six and four and three started preaching, speaking in tongues, hallelujah. The same anointing and release it over you that your children and my children shall speak in tongues and visions and dreams. Come on, church, tonight. Oh, declare it over, hallelujah. Oh, that we will move in the gifts of the Holy Ghost. My spiritual father moved in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Cast out the demons. That was his main ministry. Because his spiritual father used to move in that. All those who are hearing, that is the kind of anointing that is imparted. If you believe it, tonight, stir it up. Hallelujah. Stir it up in the inside of you to cast out the demons, to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Pastor's spiritual father would walk inside a airport and the people would just carry demons would just flow, fall under the power of God and get freed. He entered into a town, people would get free. He would move through the car and people on the either sides would scream and be set free. Hallelujah. There were four or five people with him who are one in unity. So united, so one. That all of them would give the same word of knowledge, same word of wisdom. All of them without telling each other. They would stand as five around and each one would get the same thing. That was the kind of unity. Unity also needed. Hallelujah. Not everybody in their own way, make their own decisions. No. People have lost all those consciousness about moving in the gifts and the operation. They just want their, uh, you know, job, children to do well, the job to do well, uh, they don't know the new home and new houses and all that. And I mean, that is not where, that is not the end, that is the beginning to the end. That is just a little bit of advertisement. <laughs> the fish that Peter caught was an advertisement to become a fisher of men. Come on church tonight. Hallelujah. You saw the advertisement and you failed to see the entire movie. There is much more. Come on. Hallelujah. There is much more to your life. It's not a five minutes of advertisement. It's not a five minute of blessing. There has got greater purpose. Your life has got greater meaning. Come on. Get into it. Get into the flow. Get into that anointing tonight. Hallelujah. I don't know whether you're watching this series. You know, in the 
message translation i think in psalm 34 it says come to the lord with a smile sometimes you need to li- i mean you need to be excited to listen to this don't be serious and stiff and then become stiff stiff necked <laughs> hallelujah so smile it's a blessing god is calling you to serve the lord and to his greater purposes come on it's exciting it's adventurous it's solution finding it's life changing come on is demon casting and it's taking over come on i'm calling you to that kind of an anointing tonight in the name of the law oh thank you jesus it was good peter went to a house of cornelius started opening his mouth and the bible says the holy spirit fell upon the entire household come on Just imagine Peter is just preaching and the entire house was filled with the holy spirit and speaking new tongues come on that kind of an anointing tonight i pray even in the lockdown time you're watching from the house may your entire house be filled there'll be not one person in your family that is not filled with the holy ghost come on ragadagavana sambara duradaramana shoudamana seedara balasiya victory by the blood of jesus not a three day conference not a retreat but an encounter with the holy spirit Hallelujah. When you experience the water, the tangible manifestation of the Holy Spirit will become a reality. Lift your hands and say, I want the tangible experience of the Holy Spirit upon my life. I want to experience the water of tangible manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many of you want tangible? You want to feel Him. You want to feel the presence of God. You have to understand that the anointing is not for show; it's for an emergency. In the battles of life, if you lack the capacity to hear and see, and there is no word from God, there is no move of the Holy Spirit, we are in a dangerous spot. Pastor said when he would face battles, it's not the battles that he is intimidated. You don't need to be intimidated with battles. what you be upset is if you don't hear from god hallelujah when you are nosed a word has come then the anointing of the holy spirit will work in you and work through you but a work doesn't matter what the size of goliath or the depth of the red sea or the wind speed of the storm on the multitudes that rising up against you nothing masters as long as you have the anointing of the holy spirit abiding in you as long as you can hear it and see it and sense it through the word of god let tonight god of supernatural encounters hallelujah open up new realms tonight in the name of the lord hallelujah into a season where hallelujah you you know that you are in an atmosphere hallelujah praise god where the enemy cannot penetrate tonight i declare that kind of an atmosphere over the church where no devil can penetrate into your heart into your mind over your body in your finances in your family over your spouse inside your children over anything that god has given you in the name of jesus let there be a heavenly supernatural anointed atmosphere i release it take it how oh! blessed be the name of the lord oh hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord if this kind of realms and atmosphere and anointing hallelujah is not in our life in our rooms in our churches 
Amen. People will get bored with family prayer. Nobody prays. People will be half asleep. One will be watching TV. Another will be on the phone. And family prayer will be like that. But the family prayer where people are worshipping. Children are joining in. Hallelujah. Prophecies are happening. There is something exciting that's happening. Hallelujah. Tonight, we pray that even the Lord will fill us in our family time. In our family prayer time. Hallelujah. People who have lost that, let me restore back tonight. And children join in tonight. This promise is for you and for your children afar off. And to all those who are far off, it is for your children too. Your children shall be fruitful. Hallelujah. Olive shoots around your table. Great shall be their peace. They shall be taught by the Lord. Come on church tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Your Isaac shall not be persecuted by the Ishmaels around them. Hallelujah. They will stand out. They will bring laughter. They will bring revival. They will bring joy. They will walk in the purpose of God. Ishmaels over their lives be cast out tonight. In the name of the Lord. Every bondage, every wrong company, every wrong relationship and wrong voice. Wrong association tonight. Hallelujah. In the past, in the present or even in the future. kept Be cast out from your children and your children's life. In the name of Jesus. Oh, come on church. If I were you, I'd put your hands together and give a big shout. God is releasing even a blessing and a protection over your future, over the children's future tonight. In the name of the Lord, let there be an angelic protection tonight. There might be five or six, but I am speaking for holy spouses to enter their lives. Now. I come back to the third point. The water represents the blessing of God. The blessing. Psalm 65 and the 10th verse. Thou waterest the ridges thereof abundantly. Thou settlest the furrows thereof. Thou makest it soft with showers. Thou blessest the springing thereof. Abundantly blessed. One more scripture. We read it as a, you should sing it as a song. Ezekiel 34, 26 towards. I will make them and the places all around my hill a blessing. And I will cause showers to come down in their season. They shall be showers of blessing. They shall be showers of blessing. Hallelujah. Showers of blessing. Come on. Come on tonight. How many of you are believing in showers of blessing over you? Tonight I hallelujah prophesy showers of blessing over the houses, over the homes. Jesus. Look at Joshua chapter 15 and the 19th verse. This is daughter of Caleb, Aksa. Aksa saying, Who answered? Give me a blessing, for thou hast given me a south land. Give me also springs of water. And he gave her the upper springs and the nether springs. Father, I want a blessing. And what is the blessing? Upper springs and the lower springs. As a father, as a mother, you might not have a penny to give them. But do you have an upper spring and a lower spring? Do you have the anointing of God to impart upon the next generation? Hallelujah. It is an anointing that all the blessings will flow. Hallelujah. Praise God. Aksa's father. Hallelujah. Caleb had an anointing to release. Hallelujah. 
How many of you want to, hallelujah, release an anointing over your children tonight? And overflowing with the upper and lower, hallelujah, the blessing of God. Amen. It is inside that anointing. Look at how he is blessing. You need to lay your hands. Pastor said he lays hands on the kids. Says upper springs and lower springs. To do that. The word blessing actually means exist without pressure. There is a battle but there is no pressure on you. Whether to in your family, in your career, in your ministry, business, there are battles. There is no pressure. Amidst the battle. You know, no pressure. You know why? Because you have the water of blessing in your life. I pray that everybody who is ministering tonight and in the house and people who are watching tonight, may your ministry be without pressure. That kind of a blessing. You will be excited to minister. You will be excited to serve the Lord. Let, let you not lose excitement. Let you not lose the blessing of serving the Lord. We heard so many bad things happening around. But nothing to worry. Because we have this blessing. The upper and the lower springs flowing. No pressure. God has blessed us. Open your mouth and say, God, God has blessed us. And there's no pressure. Blessing means visible manifestation of flourishing and fruitfulness all around you. Amidst battle, you are flourishing. As a matter of fact, in the season, we have to pray as a church that I will not be caught in the battle and be not quit in the battle but I'll flourish I'm going to flourish I'm going to serve the Lord more than I've ever served the Lord I'm going to be a part of the church I'm going to see the church flourishing the church is growing to grow you have to prophesy over business and say I'm going to see my business grow come on get up in the morning don't hallelujah say good morning to your wife or your children say God morning as pastor taught us and come can declare prophesy fruitfulness prophesy flourishing prophesy hallelujah blessings over everything that you do first and the enlargement will come amidst battles you will gain territory amidst battle you will lose you will gain what you lost it amen battles for a child of god is not to lose territory it's to gain it Tonight, I declare tonight that none of you are going to lose anything in this battle in the name of the Lord. Hold on to the promise of God that you're going to gain and regain in the name of Jesus. I feel the anointing of God. Oh, may the Holy Spirit fill you tonight. Oh, with a special anointing to gain your territory back, to regain it in the name of the Lord. Protect your territory. Hallelujah. Your family, your family business, your work. Hallelujah. Whatever God has placed under your authority, the ministry. Hallelujah. Praise God. May you not lose anything tonight. Even what you have lost, let it come back and back into the life in the name of Jesus tonight. Oh, let the blessing of water fill your life tonight in the name of the Lord. Health and wholeness come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the name of Jesus. Everybody say, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Visible manifestation. 
Blessing is the elimination of a curse. Everybody say, blessing is the elimination of a curse. You cannot function or minister or do anything if you are under a curse. It is the elimination of curses. Read Isaiah 61 and the ninth verse. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles and their offspring among the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them that they are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. They are the posterity the Lord has blessed. Visible evidence. Nobody will look at you and have pity on you. That is something you should not prophesy. Oh, nobody is understanding me. Nobody. That is you prophesying pityness over your life. That's not what the Bible says. Bible is saying there will be a visible evidence of God's blessing over your life. May that be your testimony and my testimony tonight in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. That everybody who sees you and says, He is blessed of the Lord. The Gentiles around you will say that this is the seed that the Lord has blessed. So tonight, every curse that is attached to your life, that is talking into your life, that is rooted in your life, hallelujah, that is trying to destroy your life, in the blood name of Jesus, be uprooted and be cast out in the name of Jesus. Up, fire catch it tonight. Fire destroy it tonight. May the water of blessing, the blood, be revealed over your life tonight in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. There are people who fight battles without water and make God look bad. Praise God. They make God look as if God called them to suffer. When you tell, to try to teach them, they either say, Oh, you don't understand, Pastor, what we go through. Nobody can understand. That's why I'm teaching you the word to make you understand who God is. Bible says when God called you, He called you with a high calling, not a low calling. This is what pastor said. He said, the child of the most high God cannot be a child of the low. He has called you to be the child of the high. When God called Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 9 and the 6, the Bible says he was an honorable man. When God calls you, He fills you with His honor. Oh, come on church tonight. Hallelujah. Serving the Lord is an honorable thing. God fills you with His honor. Even tonight, if you believe it, open your mouth and say, I am called of God and God will honor me. I am called of God and God will honor me. I am called of God and God will honor me. Blessing is running without borrowing. Blessing itself is evangelistic, which means somebody can look into your life and get converted. You don't have to preach to them. They can see how the Lord has blessed you and said, My God, I want to serve this God. Itself can be evangelistic. They will look at you and say, How God is keeping you in the midst of the battles. I like what Pastor said today morning. He said, If the heart is still beating while you are watching this, that means God has a purpose in your life. He's not finished with you yet. Come on tonight. While you are watching this tonight, if you are still watching, He's not finished with you. Your heart is beating. Hallelujah. God has a greater plan over your life. Lift your hands and activate it. Put your hands together. Activate it. Pray the Holy Spirit. May the blessing of water be upon your life tonight. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The mercifulness of water 
You have to pray, Lord, give me the mercifulness of your water, the revelation, the insight, the water of your Holy Spirit, the water of your blessing. Till I see the victory manifested. Hallelujah. Somebody watching tonight, maybe in the home where you are, wonder, you are praying for babies. You don't have a generation. You don't have a children yes yet. Ask the Lord the blessing of water. Your posterity will be blessed. I declare that posterity to be revealed over your life tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The blessing of water. To ask the Lord to fill us. Smith Wigglesworth said anybody who is at the same spiritual level for two consecutive days is a backslider. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. You must run and not rot. You must fly and not fall. You must swim and not sink. Amen. Once again, you must run and not rot. You must fly and not fall. You must swim and not sink in the spirit. How many of you will say, I must, I must run. Otherwise, I'll rot. I must swim. Otherwise, I will sink. I must fly. Otherwise, I'll fall. Who helps you? The spirit of God. The Holy Spirit. Amidst the battles, you will fly. Battle should not be an excuse. Look at two people and say, battle should not be an excuse. Amen. Problems are not, have not come for you to quit. Problems have come for you to gain your lost territory. Or to gain new territory. New victory. Some people are waiting for problems to come and say, oh, I quit, Pastor. <laughs> what do you need to do to get water? 2 Kings 3.16 And he said, Thus saith the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches. Make this valley full of ditches. Dig ditches. Say it with me. I need to dig ditches. Amen. Hallelujah. God might send, is willing to send the rain. He will give you water, but you need to dig wells or ditches so that it can be contained. God wants to bless you, but it doesn't want you to waste it. He wants you to bless you, but he does not want the blessings to run away. He wants to learn you to contain it. He will not send a blessing if you're going to waste it. He's not going to bless you with the water of blessing if you are not going to value it. He's not going to give you a revelation or the power or a revival if you are not going to pay attention to it. God won't send you water that won't last. The Holy Spirit told pastor that revival will come and it will last. 
until Jesus comes. And we want people who knows how to contain it, who is protected. Come on church tonight. You need to dig ditches that will hold it. God is not prodigal with his power, blessing and the revelation. He is not going to allow any one of us to waste it. Oh, a lot of things. Wow, you have to keep listening to that. When conditions are met, water will come and water will come without notice. He said, you won't see wind, you won't see rain, you will see water. When conditions are met, hallelujah, water will come. Everybody say, when conditions are met, if the conditions are met, if you dig those ditches, water will come. If conditions are not met, water will not come. But if conditions are met, water will come without notice. Oh, come on church tonight. Your blessings will come without notice. If you dig ditches, just obey. Acts chapter 2 verse 1 says, On the day of Pentecost, suddenly there was a sound from heaven. Suddenly, why? Because they obeyed. They came to Jerusalem with one accord and they prayed together in the upper room. For 10 days they obeyed the Lord. And while they dig ditches, dug it, suddenly it came without notice. Come on, tonight, people who have dug ditches tonight, get ready, get ready, get ready. Hallelujah. Even without, before you think, hallelujah, God is going to release that anointing, blessing because you have dug ditches. Suddenly, things will begin, things will begin to happen because you have met the conditions. Hallelujah. You have to tell the Lord, Lord, I'm going to be faithful to it. I'm not going to be wasting it. Hallelujah. I'm not going to waste any gift that you have put on it. Come on. Some of you, the Lord is telling you, don't waste a gift that God has put on you. Use it. Hallelujah. Value it. Treasure it. If you have that attitude, then suddenly, God is going to send His water. It will appear. Because you are a steward. Suddenly, everybody says suddenly. Suddenly. Say suddenly till you feel an anointing in that suddenly. Suddenly, 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 suddenly. Hallelujah. Lift your hands tonight. Lord. I want a sudden breakthrough, Lord. Sow your water over my life. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Let there be a desperateness come from within you tonight. Otherwise, there's no use, church. Hallelujah. Desperateness. Let there be a desperating voice rise from the inside. Victory by the blood of Jesus tonight. Get ready for a surprise. Hallelujah. Amen. God is going to give us a surprise. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, before August 10, I pray for a surprises. Surprise marriages, surprise business calls, surprise jobs. Hallelujah. Surprise. Hallelujah. Ministry opening, surprise. Hallelujah. Pray for people that you never thought coming into Jesus. Surprise, surprise, surprise. On your east, on your west, on your north, on your south, on your right, on your left. Come on, on your friend, on your back. Enemies coming to meet you, to be prayed by you. Surprise! So, come on church tonight. Receive it, receive it, receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Make the valley full of ditches, not the, on the mountain. Hallelujah. Not on the mountain. Can you imagine that? Even in Kargil war, if you are at a lower point, the enemy can finish you up. That's why the Indian soldiers took the higher ground. Because the enemy had a, if actually taken the higher ground, whoever gets a higher ground will win. So Indian soldiers moved up and threw them out, threw them out. But here, look at it. Scripture says you are in a valley and during the battle, time dig ditches trust God at his word in the valley God will give you victory in the valley you're not even in a higher place you are in a valley but he said how do you win there dig ditches speaks about lowliness of heart lowliness of life God's water will never flow up it always flows down the anointing is not for the arrogant. Look at somebody and say, anointing is not for the arrogant. God is willing you. See, God's presence flow when you are lowly in heart. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He's willing to send the revival. He's willing to send the river of God's grace and anointing. But pride will kill it. Tonight, message is simple. Don't be proud. Don't have a proud, arrogant, haughty look. Don't have a victim mentality. Don't have an entitlement spirit. Don't be isolated from the church and from the pastor and from the people. It's not going to go very far. There are nothing to be proud of. You're always facing battles and don't see anything happening out of it. To be learned to be humble. Because somebody and said, learn to be humble. Then the question will arise, if God blesses you, will you stay humble? A lion caged is still a lion, but the cage is, in the cage it is humble. But you let it loose, the lion in it will manifest. It's the same way, some of us. If God would bless us, if God would test our true attitude, you can see it. Pastor once prayed for somebody and said, 
if I'm going to pray, you ask me to bless you, I'm going to bless you. But if God blesses you, will you serve the Lord that you've, like how you've served before? And this man kept quiet, quiet, silent. Anyway, pastor, pastor prayed over him. God blessed him. After that few, few years, he left the ministry and never to be seen. What will your attitude? If God bless you, will you become more proud, more unteachable? I like what pastor said. He said, we are the bride of the church, but some of us are <laughs> acting like we are the husband. <laughs> I'm saying, Shut off your ego. Don't edge God out. Be more humble. Will you be a, still be a part of the church? Will you still be there available for the Lord? That's what you're part of the church. Part of the church is what? Being available for the Lord. Hallelujah. Part of the church means not going your own trip. Like Tychicus. Where Paul could send him out. Some people, you know, after when they grow a little bit, they say, Oh, I grew by myself. I prayed by myself. I fasted. Nobody laid hands on me. Nobody was there. I've seen people like that. After a while, out of the out of God's favor. Doing something or the other, but out of God's favor. I heard one man of God said. When I was called into a nation, you know, I did not mention about my who my spiritual father, my mentor is, because he was a controversial figure. So he said, I did not mention was wisdom, wisdom. Yeah. After few years, the, that wisdom took him out of God's favor. You'll finish before you'll start because you're blinded with pride. You fail to see people who have prayed for them, standing at the gap. People who cover them, you just use them. You think they are self-made. Wrong. Ditches in Valley speaks about humility, lowliness. Catherine Kuhlman said, every time before she would minister, she feels extreme helplessness. She says, I'm totally insufficient, Lord, without you. Extreme helplessness provoke the almightiness of God. Come on tonight, church. We need to be, hallelujah, so less of self and none of self. And in that helplessness should be revealed the almightiness of God. Tonight I pray people who are lowly like that will experience an almighty God. The moment you think you know it all, like you have gone to a Bible college and some of the scriptures that you have learned, a few blessings you saw here and there, you're fooling yourself. You can fool people, but you can't fool God. Tonight you have to pray, Lord. I, tonight you have to, wherever you are, say, Lord, I humble myself tonight. What if your blessing come? Would you be still sitting in front of the meeting today? What if your breakthrough come? Suddenly Benny Hinn calls you for his crusade. Will you say tata to the church and pastor and go with <laughs> See, pastor never understood the calling inside.
come on church stay humble these kind of attitudes never express never thrived anywhere there's a malayalam movie you know we used to watch you know there used to be this guy he once wins a lottery and he goes and you know in front of his boss and would give him a piece of his mind Till that time, he was holding, 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 holding it for years. He wanted to badmouth the 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 owner, the master, you know. But when his lottery came, some of you only if a lottery comes, the real you will come out. The lion cage will come out. Come, Moses was the humblest man. Sometimes, you know, some of us are too, too, too proud. You will, you will even say, Moses, learn from me. Your water comes when your attitude goes. Amen. Your water comes when your wrong attitude. Stay humble. Humble in the sight of the Lord. Anointing does not belong to it, it belongs to God. There is a reason for the power of God is in you. It's not for you, it's it's God's. Never use it and put yourself in the pedestal. Know that God is the one who has called you. That's why calling is important. God called me. Amen. Oh, <laughs> he called you didn't call yourself i am the one who chosen you and set you apart jesus chose you it's a daily journey in the valley to dig ditches amen i'm not a pastor because i called myself a pastor i never called myself a pastor you are a pastor because god has put you into a pastor Amen. The Bible says in the book of Judges, last chapter, last words, the judges began to rule and everybody did things according to their own way. You see, when wrong people began to rule, judges' anointing was to not rule. It was to judge. There's a kings who ruled. But they, judges started doing what they began to do. Everybody did what is right for in their own eyes. Don't try to do things that you're not call, called to. God has called you a pastor. Be submitted to him and then you will do according to the will of God. You will not do what you want to do. Hallelujah. You follow people who is not the pastor over your life. You follow 10 people who are not. Then you will live a life. Oh, this person said that. That minister said that. This minister. You go under people who God has not put over your life. You will do what you like. Hallelujah. They are not called to rule over you. Two Kings 3.16 Finish with this. Dig ditches. Dig ditches. Can you lift your 
Can you sing that? Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Can you sing that song tonight? As you sing that, you know, humble yourself tonight. Hallelujah. A couple more points tonight, but I want to just that word. Just humble tonight. Let that, that, that lowliness come tonight. Humble yourself. Thank you, Jesus. Humble yourself. Come on, brother. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. And he shall lift you up higher and higher, and he shall lift you up. And he shall lift you up higher and higher and he shall lift you up humble yourself in the sight of the lord 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 and he shall lift you up higher and higher and he shall lift you up and he shall lift you up higher and higher and he shall lift you up humble yourself in the sight of the Lord humble thyself in the sight of the Lord Amen Hallelujah Dick this valley ditches make this valley full of ditches you have to make it you have to make it it's what we call the laboring in the spirit who digs ditches who are the people who digs ditches the laborers they go out there and dig ditches laboring in the spirit and brings water Water comes for people who are willing to labor in prayer before ministry. You need to labor. Sometimes night and day. Not about studying to preach. Pastor said he never used to study to preach. But just digging in prayer. To get a revelation from word. He said, Pastor said at least three days, at least the tithe of month, we have to give it in fasting, digging in prayer, laboring. Fasting, sometimes not taking a day of fasting, not for you, for somebody else. Digging in prayer. Sometimes non stop. Sometimes, sometimes four hours, five hours. Some people say, Oh, Pastor, you're not speaking to, you know, people in Bangalore are very busy. Susanna Wesley had 12 children. And she was a woman of God. She spent hours in prayer. It's all an excuse that we are saying. Enoch had sons and daughters and he walked with God. Your responsibility will not go with prayer. It will only be empowered in prayer. It will become easy in prayer. Hallelujah. Come on church tonight.
Colossians chapter 4:12 Ephesus who is one of you a bond servant of Christ greets you always laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God Yeah Ephesus fervently in prayer laboring women who have labored men won't understand women who have labored will know what labor is all about you have something inside god has given you and it's time to bring it out this agony there is pain water comes when you choose not to be superficial but to dig ditches go deep in your life labor in prayer when you see you blessed go even deeper there are two my dimensions to labor spiritually scripturally one is laboring in prayer one is 1 timothy 5:17 two dimensions to labor one is laboring in prayer another is 1 timothy chapter 5:17 let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double order especially they who labor in the word and doctrine laboring in the word what is laboring in the word so many people labor in the word when they are time to preach they go through the word study scriptures i also used to the beginning used to you know find new scriptures to preach but laboring in the word is not about preaching it's about feeding on god's word and getting to know the lord more and as you and in the, and it inside that feeding ministry will birth forth hallelujah the overflow of your feeding your overflow of your studying daily and laboring then there will be a ministry that god will began to bring it out hallelujah here we only want the mic job 123 says he treasured god's word more than his daily food jesus told the disciples give your coat and get a sword before jesus went to the garden you know he told sword is more important than the coat convenience take the sword the word the sword of god's word it's not about looking nice and superficial and, you know it's not about i tell them it's not about the dress code and i mean there's a place for all that the color the dress code and all it's not about that if only that is superficial it's about god's word it's not about strumming the guitar or your nail polish Now people who can't labor in prayer all that they might all that matters is their appearance hallelujah the first thing that you get up in the morning and say lord holy spirit come into my heart spending time with god even before you say good morning to your spouse the first word from your mouth should be to jesus first word what you hear should be from him the purpose of labor is to arrive at a depth you can't be superficial and expect the supernatural to happen people who have depth in god will have heights on earth people who go deep in the word will have heights on earth tonight 
the depth of insight and revelation and information of God's word. Oh, I release it tonight. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Anoint our hearts, fill our lives all this night in the name of Jesus, Lord. Take us into a height where even demons will leave us, Lord. Oh, sickness will leave us, Lord. Oh, dirt will leave us, Lord. Intimidations and belittling and slack will leave us, Lord. Let there be that kind of depth come into our hearts, into our lives tonight in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, lift your hands and give praise and glory in your house, in your homes. The devil is not afraid of superficial Christians. The devil is a part of deep Christians. There's a depth that you have. There's a richness in your relationship with God. When you open, you know it. There's an anointing. Labor is not easy. Digging ditches in the valley. It's not easy. There's no sound of rain, no wind. But if you keep the conditions, water will come. Outwardly might not be able to see, but if you keep the conditions, dig valley in the ditches for your to your surprise. God appointed time. Surprise, water will come. Amidst your water, battles, supernaturally, blessings, revelation will come upon your life. Open your mouth and say, Amidst my battles, water will come. Amen. Tonight, may God give you the grace to be consistent in your labor. Some of you, I'm not saying you're not lab- laborious, but you're not consistent. We need consistency. Moses spends 40 days and 40 nights laboring in the presence. Elijah did the same labor. That's where intimacy, depth comes. Tonight, amidst your battles, water is coming. Go deep in the Lord. Let's close our eyes in prayer tonight.